Have you been dreaming about growing your audiences, but it seems like such a daunting task? With all of the competition out there, fighting for new customers, fighting for views and likes and shares, how can you hack the odds and achieve maximum growth? Well, hang on, because Krista's guest today is sure to get you fired up. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Hey everyone, are you fired up? Because I sure am. I am super excited today. We have Brendan Kane with us. He is the author of One Million Followers as well as a digital business strategist. So welcome, Brendan. Thank you so much for being on here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what you do. So first of all, um, I mean, you your resume is just so, you've worked with so many people. Give us a little bit of background. Well, I've been in this space of social media, technology, and and digital for about 15 years. Because even before social media, I was building websites and web businesses. And my background is a bit diverse in the fact that I pretty much have touched every aspect of of it over the years. Because I'm of the mindset that I constantly want to be challenging myself, testing, and learning. I'm very much an experiential learner. So I don't really like reading about things in books. I just like to go off and do it and figure out how things work. So started off in the entertainment industry, managing digital divisions for two movie studios and oversaw the digital strategy of campaigns for films ranging from $1,500 million budgets that also afforded me the opportunity to work with actors, directors, producers, screenwriters on how to further syndicate their, their brand online. And then from there, I just realized I wanted to explore the world of being an entrepreneur. So I started building technology platforms and licensing them to big media companies. Uh, So I licensed them to MTV, Viacom, Yahoo, Vice. And it was really the MTV partnerships that opened the doors to work with some of the top celebrities on the planet. So that's where I got introduced to Taylor Swift and her team and build technology platforms for them for two and a half years. Then from there, after running those those technology platforms for a few years, I got heavily involved in the paid media space and helped build one of the largest social paid optimization firms in the world, which means we are optimizing advertising spend on top of YouTube and Facebook and Instagram for uh, Fortune 100 and 500 companies. And I saw a lot of inefficiencies of how those major campaigns are run for big brands and corporations and decided that I wanted to find a better way of going about this and left and started building my own set of testing methodologies on top of Facebook and Instagram, which uh, eventually allowed me to do the case study on myself of building a million followers in 100 countries in 30 days and then turn that into a publishing deal and publish the book and speaking around the world around the topic. 
you are a young man and have just achieved so much. You've worked with so many big, big names out there and, you know, uh, helped create billions and billions of dollars. And so it's just, it's, it's, I'm really honored to even have you on here right now. So everyone listen up. This, he, Brendan knows exactly what he's talking about here. So give us some ideas of, you know, if, if just someone that's listening right now, Brendan, what would be, if you could give them, you know, two to five strategies of things that they should really start doing in their business to help not just their followers grow, but to help them be more engaging and actually reach the people that they're trying to go after? It's a great question. And, and really the first place, that I always start in doing strategy sessions or, or, or strategy days with my clients is why are they doing what they're doing? Why do they want to be good at social media? What is that going to do for their business? Because a lot of times there isn't a solid foundation set of what they're trying to achieve or what the expectations and goals are. And the reason that that's so important is this stuff is hard. It takes time and it takes work. Even though I did a case study where I generated a million followers in 30 days, I work on it every day. It's not just about generating followers, it's engaging them, hitting the key KPIs of the business. And a lot of people don't have that solid foundation of why they're doing it. And then they get lost and they ultimately give up or quit when they get into it. And just for my sake, like there's times during the week where I want to give up and quit about it. But because I have that solid foundation in place of why I'm doing it, what the ultimate outcome is for me and how it's fueling my dreams and my career aspirations. That's what keeps me going at the end of the day. Now from there, I think there's really an important question that I work with people on is, do you need followers? Like I, for example, I just spoke at one of the largest dental conferences in Vegas. I spoke in front of 7,000 dentists. So for them, I'm not talking about generating followers. I'm talking about generating campaigns that are going to drive leads and revenue for their business. Because for somebody like that, unless they're trying to become a dentist that operates on a national scale from an awareness because they want to do books or television or podcasts, really, they just need to drive patients and revenue for their business. So I want them focused solely on that. And followers are not really going to drive that for their business. Now, for other people... It is. Some people are trying to get a literary agent, a publishing deal, a record deal to get on television or film, get on larger podcasts to, to, to build that awareness, or maybe they'll do brand deals. In that case, okay, social followers can make a difference, and, and that's where we'll fo focus. But really making the delineation between those two different directions, am I purely revenue-focused right now? If I am, I'm just going to focus on advertising campaigns to drive that revenue, or I'm looking at the longer term play of validation and credibility around the brand. So that's one important question. And then, and then where I also really advise people to, to start is I get asked this question all the time is like, well, what content should I be creating? Should I be creating videos? Should I be creating images? What should that content look like? And what I always say is start with your competitive analysis. Go make a list of all the accounts or people that are reaching your current audience and analyze what they're doing. Analyze what they're doing right and analyzing what they're doing wrong. And, and when you're looking at that, you're looking at the level of engagement of what's working versus what's not working. And you can start piecing together what type of content formats and themes and structures could work for your brand and then you can go off and test and, and validate whether you can reproduce the success that they're having. 
I, I think most people listening to this right now are more concerned with like getting good traffic campaigns. So for example, let's just say you're talking to um, a real estate agent and they're saying, okay, Brendan, you know, what, what is a good strategy for me to generate as much traffic as I can to, um, for real estate or for somebody like myself, who's a coach, let's say, what, what type of strategy, where do you start with looking at what type of ads to create for them to drive more traffic? Well, one great place and a, a great resource that Facebook launched recently is the Facebook advertising library. So it's called the Facebook ad library and it, it's, it's free. You can access it. You just type in Facebook ad library and Google, it'll come up. And then you can start typing in your competitors or people in your, in your industry and seeing what ads they're running and start getting an idea of what ads are, are what type of content formats, themed stories, things that they're using to, to advertise their service. And then you go to their page and see the type of landing pages they're using, the type of opt-ins they're using, the type of offers they're using. Because again, from a competitive analysis standpoint, you can learn a lot from those uh, from that competitive research. Now, that platform doesn't tell you, oh, this specific ad is driving performance or X number or it's driving X number of revenue. You kind of have to read between the lines and look at the advertisers that are testing a lot of different content variations. And for those advertisers, you go further down and you look at the advertisements they've been running the longest and you can piece together that they, those ads are probably performing for them because they've been spending money against them for a longer period of time. And also looking at not the advertisers that's only using one ad because they're probably not sophisticated, but those, those people that are testing content and what they're doing and that's a huge asset to anybody that's trying to drive uh, lead generation campaigns that it wasn't around. Uh, I think it's just in the past year. And the reason it came about is they want Facebook wants to do more transparency around their advertising platform because of all the Cambridge Analytica stuff and uh, what happened uh, previously with uh, the election and Brexit. So that's a huge asset to use. And then you can use that same methodology for anything. You could go into Google and type certain keywords and seeing who's advertising across those keywords, what type of copy they're using, what type of landing pages they're using. You could go to Yelp, do the same thing. But you really using competitive analysis as an advantage point of, of learning where you should start and where you should test and refine uh, the campaigns that you're pushing out. So basically, really take a look at what your competitors who are successful, what are they doing, and kind of what we call them, um, you know, hacking them. <laughs> Absolutely. We, always, we, we are always looking at what, uh, I, and some people may say competitor is a strong word, or they may not feel they have competitors. So you can just go off and look at people that are in your space or your, in your ecosystem, and the way that we'll look at it from a an ad perspective or, or a concept perspective is how do we do what they're doing better than them? How do we get better at it than them? Okay, this is working for them, so let's just reverse engineer it and see what elements we can improve on or how we can make this format work better for us than it is for them. Mm -hmm. You know, lately it seems like we found that, you know, just even Facebook, that it's just, it's algorithm is changing and it's getting, it's becoming more expensive for us to reach our clients and get them on, get them on our landing pages and get them through our funnels. I mean, it's just been insane. Have you noticed any, that at all? 
I mean, little, a little bit. Yes, the, the cost in the auction has increased a bit, but to me, that's just saying that your content needs to be better and your, your offer needs to be better and your landing page needs to be better. That's what okay. that's I'll improve that. Yeah, just keep improving and iterating. At the end of the day, Facebook's algorithms and Facebook's auction wants to promote the most compelling and the most engaging content. So the better your content is, the less you're going to have to pay in the auction. The better your content is from an organic perspective, the more reach you're going to get. So that's, it's like if your costs are increasing and it's not converting at the level that you want it, then try a different offer, try a different content format, uh, you know, optimize your content, just go through that, that process of constantly iterating to figure out what's going to work for you. Because I can tell you 99% of your competitors are not doing that. And that's they're where you can have a huge advantage. They're not optimizing. So give us then some strategies on optimizing. What would you say when someone's listening and they're, they're having trouble, their ads might not be converting, they're not getting the eyes that they want. What are, what are ways that they can optimize what they're doing? Stay tuned. Brendan's answer is just 30 seconds away. Do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit the ultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. When someone's listening and they're, they're having trouble, their ads might not be converting, they're not getting the eyes that they want, what are, what are ways that they can optimize what they're doing? So, for example, with the video, we test different variations of the first three seconds, like because the first three seconds are the most critical because when you're swiping up in the feed, you're pushing content to people. And 70% of that video is watched the sound off, so how are you going to set a clear expectation in the first three seconds of that video that's going to hook them in through a meme card or through captions that can bring them in and foster that uh, level of engagement and win that attention for another 10 seconds, another 15, another 30. So just to give you an example for my book, we had a winning variation. I think it's like a 34, 35 second uh, video spot. And what we just recently did is we came up with I think like 20 different hooks that we could put in front of that winning variation to speak to different audiences. So we created a hook specifically for authors, specifically for musicians, specifically for startups, for not-for-profits, for, for uh, actors, for filmmakers in general. So we took our winning variation and we just added, like, I think it's like a three to five second hook in front of that. And now what we're going to do is we're going to test that, that new three to five second hook to all those segmented audiences to see if there's an audience that maybe we weren't winning before to bring in those leads or to increase our overall conversion rate so that we can test that. And then let's just say that we get into it and we say that musicians are, are converting three acts of what actors, artists, filmmakers, and startups are doing. Now we can take that data and say, okay, music musicians are performing better so now let's create 10 different versions of the hooks for the musicians. Now that's a little bit different for real estate and, and, and other industries, but it's the same principles is like, what are different hooks that you can bring people in and, and constantly test and iterate in that first three to five seconds to get them into your core message? And how do you reposition your offering 
to appeal to different audiences, whether that's from a demographic standpoint, a geolocation standpoint, uh, or just like the different products or services that you offer. Wow. Okay. That makes, that makes complete sense. So just changing and tweaking and just the beginning. So basically hook story, Russell Brunson always says hook story offer, right? If, like you're saying, if, if something's not working, it's either the message, it's the landing page, or um, it's the content. That's not getting people to want to continue to take further action. Absolutely. So I have some work to do. <laughs> no, we have work to do. That's the thing is you don't stop. It's yeah. Like, we're, man, we're, we're creating so much, so many different landing pages and testing and tweaking. It's just, it's amazing how much work um, is involved, you know, with when you're, when you're running these ads. And I think so, the key though is to all of that, as you talk about testing is I, I feel, you know, most people aren't doing enough testing. And then there's the people that are doing the testing, but they're not really learning anything, learning anything from the testing. And if you're not learning anything from the testing, then the testing is pretty much useless in and of itself. So you've got to make sure that you actually take the learnings and take action off of them in order to get better. And so how do you, I mean, you're, you've got, I'm sure, a pretty big team in front of you. How do you, you know, um, teach people to do this? Because so, if somebody is listening going, okay, well, how do I, what does he mean by learning from when I'm, when I'm, when I'm observing? How do you teach them to do that? Well, there's different, there's different ways that we go about teaching people. You know, the book breaks down a lot of our, our principles. And then we have, you know, online groups that meet uh, a few times a month to go through different things because it, it's just, even once you know the principles, I mean, to understand the high level principles and we covered a lot of them already, it's kind of simplistic in the way that it works, but to get good at it, you have to do it over and over and over again. That's where the real performance starts to come from. So, you know, we've talked a lot about a lot of things today. And then also in the book, we break down a lot of strategies. We don't really hold back on any of it. And then it's just really putting it into practice, whether you're disciplined enough to do it on your own or you need kind of a, that group setting or the, the feedback loop from, from my team and, and for myself to just keep getting better and asking questions as you're running into things. So you're, so the book, a million followers is the name of the book. Um, and you also have a course coming out pretty soon. So you've got a couple things coming up that I'd love for you to talk about because I know you're, you're very selective on who you work with. You, you say no to a lot of people and you don't have enough time to really work with a lot of people. Um, and so you're, you're developing a course. Can you tell us a little bit about that so that when people are listening, they know where to go to find it? I think the best place is if they just go to book.1millionfollowers.com. That's where we have our, our free book, uh, shipping and handling offer where we'll send the book for free. And then in there, uh, they'll have access to the new materials in our, our groups and also automatically gets e uh, added to our email list with all the new kind of offerings that we have, or people can email me uh, directly B as in boy, Kane, K A N E at Brendan, B R E N D A N J Kane.com. Perfect. And so it's book.amillionfollowers.com for them to get a free copy of the free plus shipping book. Yeah. Great, great. Okay. Wow. I mean, um, I'm, I'm excited to read. I haven't read the book yet, and um, I'm absolutely going to be purchasing that today so that I can learn your wonderful ninja strategies. Um, so anything else that you would like to, you know, you think that might help the audience that's listening? The biggest thing is 
is just understanding that this is an iterative process that, you know, I've been doing this for 15 years in some capacity and I'm constantly learning and testing. And a lot of times we'll get into things with concepts that just don't work. And then we just figure out better ways of doing it. We keep that, that testing and iterating process. Uh, so that is, if you just adopt that mindset, you will ultimately be successful. The people that fail at social media or lead generation or traffic is they just give up. They mm-hmm. test a few things. It doesn't work. And then they, they just like, oh, social media doesn't work or it doesn't work for me. Like just the free book shipping and handling offer. That's a whole new thing for me. I've been testing that for eight months and I've been testing it with a team of six different people that I've pieced together. And we are still testing it and still iterating and still maximizing all the learnings to get better and better and better at it. Uh, Instagram, it took me, well, first off, Facebook, it took me three years to develop the system that allowed me to generate a million followers in 30 days that I break down in my book. Instagram, it took me about seven or eight months to figure out that system of how to get a million followers on Instagram. And it was a painstaking process to learn, but the only reason that I'm successful is not because I'm the smartest person is because I don't give up. Like I will continue to do it over and over again until I find the best strategy and the best approach. And that's like, I'm in the YouTube space right now and we're testing and figuring out how YouTube works. We know how it works from a a high level perspective and we have people around us that are very experienced. And now it's just a matter of doing it and just experimenting and, and learning from those experiences. So again, if you want to be successful in this space, it's, it's constantly learning, constantly iterating and, and, and not giving up until you find the answer that you're ultimately looking for. And that's for so many successful people. They say that's never giving up as long as you just keep on trying and you don't stop that you, you eventually will succeed. But the, the, the faint of heart end up um, quitting before they ever see the rewards of their, of their hard work. And, and look for the right resources to follow, too, with the right information. Uh, and don't follow information too long if it's not yielding results for you, no matter who it is. And that's also the way that I structured my book. Like, I think my material, my strategies are 30% of the book. But I went off and interviewed the top friends and partners in this space of how they grow online and what they, how they achieve success. Because I don't believe there, that there's a one-size-fits-all strategy for everybody. And I think that that's where there's a lot of uh, misinformation in the space is people will say, this is the only way to succeed. This is the only way to grow because that's the only way they know. And I think they do a disservice to a lot of people out there uh, by convincing them to just do this one way. And that's the only way to be successful. And that's just not true at all. If you had to, so people that are listening that maybe aren't really utilizing social media and they were, they're wanting to utilize social media so that um, they don't become famous, but they become known locally in their area to generate more business. What, what platform would you say they should start on first that would make the most sense? Well, first, from a strategy perspective, it's just lead generation and it's not about generating followers because you're going to really struggle with the algorithms in a local market because the algorithms are trained specifically to, to rise content to the top that's going to engage users. And those algorithms are typically trained to see content that is performing at scale to most people. 
So if you're a local business, you're in a local geolocation, you can do Facebook and Instagram and YouTube campaigns, but I would do that to offsite email lists, text lists, um, messenger lists, so that you can really foster that communication there because that is going to be far more uh, forgiving in terms of the potential reach of the audience that you build. And then there's other advertising platforms like AdWords, Yelp, uh, that can drive sales and leads as well. Uh, so that's where kind of like I would focus on is how can you create a, a funnel or a process where you're essentially getting at least net neutral generation costs. Uh, and then once you get those leads in, it's just getting really good at fostering that relationship with them and maximizing the communication line. And, and that's, I think, where a lot of the lead nurturing is, is what a lot of businesses suffer from is they get the lead in and then they don't take the time to nurture that lead so that it can finally can, can, can convert. So you're saying get the lead in from Facebook or Instagram or YouTube and then bring it into your own internal system um, to where you can lead it, you can nurture it, correct? Yeah, or you may have an offer right now that you can turn that lead into a a free visit if it's a medical office or dry cleaners or or free consultation call or actually push them into a sale right off the gate. Even in that situation, you want to make sure you're nurturing that lead after that first purchase and and continuously staying in communication and providing value to them because you don't know like what that, that lead is ultimately going to turn into. A lot of times you've really got to build the business off the overall lifetime value of a customer, not just that initial transaction. But then there's some businesses, like you said, is maybe for like a real estate uh, broker or a real estate company, and maybe you need to foster that lead before they're willing to sell their house or before they're willing to work with you to buy a house. So just really understanding your market, understanding your consumer base, how they, how they typically engage with people in this market, and then crafting a strategy that specifically matches that. Got you. So, and obviously every strategy is different depending on who, who the consumer is and then who the, the um, person is that's trying to generate the lead based upon all, everything you just talked about today, which was, was absolutely golden. Okay, Brendan, well, I really appreciate your time and you being on here. I know you're super busy and I just want to congratulate you for your, your massive success that you've had, especially at such a young age. And to get his book, remember, you're going to go to um, book dot, right? Book dot a million followers.com. Book dot one million followers.com. And one is spelled O-N-E or they can go to, I think, free social book.com also works. And if they don't want to get it from there, it's in all the major retail uh, bookstores is on Amazon as well. Great. Amazon probably is a little faster, huh? <laughs> but we would, yeah. but you want to go through his book funnel that way he gets your email address and he can, you can see all the great stuff he's doing and follow him on all of his channels. Well, Brennan, I just want to thank you so much for your time. And we always ask everyone uh, before they leave, what's the one piece of advice that you would give everyone? If, if you just had to tell them one thing, what would that be? Keep testing and keep learning. That's keep testing and keep learning. Great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate your time. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, everyone, you're fired up. So now you've learned something new. Now it's time to take action. So as always, when you do what you love, people love what you do. Do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. 
and I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. Come back and join us five days a week, every Monday through Friday. And be sure to check out kristamayshore.com backslash podcast for free downloads and resources.